Good Friday afternoon, everybody. Brian Milan, Lee K. Howard. It is a Facebook Live Friday, and we have all kinds of goodies to talk about. Our yeah, I mean, the big thing is the draft. The big oh, slightly. Yeah, yeah. Bluegrass Orthopedic. They're in there, too. Don't forget to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, Bluegrass Orthopedics, they are uh, a wonderful sponsor of this. And I'll go back to uh, a week and a half ago or so when uh, we had the Night of Champions, the BGO Night of Champions. These guys, uh, they, they do so much with Lexington and Central Kentucky student-athletes, and thank you for being the sponsor of, of this Facebook Live. And, yeah, the NFL draft. Man, I was, I was disappointed he didn't go earlier, Josh Allen, but you go in the first round, man, you're in. Yeah, if you're in a top 10 pick, he was seventh overall to the Jaguars. I think the highest I saw him projected was third to the New York Jets. That's probably a place he would have liked to end up because he's a New Jersey kid. Yeah. But there were a couple, and, and I even tweeted out when he was not picked fourth by the Raiders, which is where most people had him going, I think. I think he kind of dodged the bullet not going to that organization the way that they are right now. And then you, you saw a couple teams, you know, kind of pass on him, notably the Giants trying to get Daniel Jones, their quarterback, and, uh, you know, this might be a good thing for him in Jacksonville. You know, when he did not go, when Josh did not go to the Jets, I kind of hoped he would go to the Raiders just because <laughs> the Oakland Raiders. You know yeah, but I mean? that's not the team that, no, that, that's there now. It's not your either, granddad's either, Oakland no, Raiders. No, no it's like the Oakland Raiders. Like, what are they doing? Even, yeah. though, even though it's John Gruden and Mike Mayock, it's, right. it's not the same. Yeah, it's, I really think he's going to end up in a good spot with a defense the, in Jacksonville that he fits into, they're a very athletic, very speedy, fast defense. Mm -hmm. Josh can fit right into that sort of a defense, and I think he's got a, a pretty good spot for himself. Yeah, he kind of knows the state of Florida well, especially in the postseason for UK. And, um, and as Mark Stoops said, he doesn't have to pay income tax down there. Yeah, great state. Rather, <laughs> rather be in Florida than in California, absolutely. <laughs> no question. Let's jump right into it. You know, some of the mock drafts we talked about. Uh, and that we saw had Josh going anywhere from the second pick to the eighth pick, uh, falling to the seventh pick, if you want to say he fell to the Jacksonville Jaguars, but they're lucky to have him. Allen making his way to the podium last night with his young son, Wesley, class of 2036, the National Defensive Player of the Year, the consensus All-American, the 16th player in UK history to be chosen in the first round and the first since Bud Dupree in 2015. When he listened to all the NFL analysts, you could tell they were a little surprised maybe. He was still on the board at number seven. Here's a little of what Josh had to say last night after the draft. I mean, no, I knew I knew the team that was going to pick me was going to be the right fit for me. So I was just, you know, not thinking about going as high as I can, but thinking about the team that's right for me, and I feel like Jacksonville is, is right for me. And a place you're familiar with. I am. I am. We played uh, our first bowl game here. It didn't go, it didn't go good, but, uh, I know the I know the arena. I mean, I know the stadium. You know. What do you feel like you can learn from guys like Calais and Yannick? How to become a better man. Uh, Calais Kemba is a, you know, he's more than just a football player. Off the field, you know, he does so much with the community. Uh, he's a great role model, uh, and he's a guy I want to idolize. Uh, and being him as my teammate, and plus he's a dog on the field. And plus playing with Yannick, man, he's, you know, upcoming superstar. You know, and I want to learn from him, and I want to be right there with him, and we can be dynamic together. Have you studied that guy as well? Do you know much about him? I mean, I know of him. You know, I mean, I haven't done, done a lot of studying, but I know I know Clay's Campbell, I know Yannick, and Yannick's been balling. You know, it's like balling for the last three years. So like, you know, he's been in the league for a couple of years now, and I can get in his mind and get some juice for him. Were you surprised you were still here in the seventh pick? Uh, I mean. It is what it is. It's a draft. 
You know what I mean? You never know what to drive. Like I said, uh, great players waited. And I feel like I waited, and I waited for the great, best opportunity for myself and my, for my family. I'm so grateful for the Jacksonville Jaguars for picking me, and I'm ready to get the word. Ready to get to work, also signing checks. And if you want to talk about money, here is what you are going to see with the contract of Josh Allen. This is from Front Office Sports. They say he will get $22,590,921 and a signing bonus of nearly $14.5 million dollars. That is one great day just to hear your name called, isn't it? Yeah, you know, and you see him posing there in that picture with his son, Wesley. I thought it was great for those of you that got to see the draft last night. Uh, Josh there with his wife and their son, mm -hmm. Wesley. He walked up onto the stage to shake the commissioner, Roger Goodell's hand, holding Wesley, took his son up there, <laughs> uh, about a, a year and a half year old. And, and, you know, that kid right there had no idea last night how much his life changed uh, but man what a what an exceptional night for not only Josh but his family and the Kentucky football program I hope in another 21 years or so Wesley gets drafted and he takes his dad onto the stage that would be <laughs> that would be pretty neat to come full circle uh, tonight well here in just in about 50 minutes as we're live right now Josh will be introduced to the good people of Jacksonville, Florida, and to their uh, fan base. We will have that for you this evening and then later on tonight. But there are also six other rounds of the draft starting this evening in Nashville, rounds two, three, and four. Just I two and three tonight. Two and three. Okay. Just two and three tonight, four through, four seven, through seven, seven tomorrow. tomorrow. And, and I think this is where you probably see Lonnie Johnson uh, from Kentucky picked uh, either either in round two or three. I think that's where most people project him. Probably he's going to be the only Wildcat pick tonight. I think, though, tomorrow might be a very active day for uh, several Wildcats. Well, you know, Vince Merrow, and um, we say Vince first in this instance because he's the NFL liaison. He is the recruiting coordinator. He said he was the first to say, I think we can get 11 guys in the draft. I think there could be two first-rounders, meaning Lonnie Johnson being the second first-rounder. That did not happen. But, uh, you know, Mike Edwards, a guy who also, just like Josh Allen, showed his durability. 44 consecutive starts, played in all 51 games of his collegiate career. Um, who knows where you're going to get? You know, Bunchy Stallings, there were not a lot of position, uh, what I call athletes, the position guys, right. skill guys taken last night. It was a lot of linebackers, defensive ends. D lineman, O lineman, a lot of heavyweight guys like that. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of teams like to pick those defensive guys and, and pay them money and take some flyers through maybe late in the draft or maybe through the free agent market to try to find those skill guys. So, sure. you know, I hate to say, unfortunately, I mean, you may not see Benny Snell drafted. I mean, there's a good chance that he's drafted in a late round, but there just weren't many running backs taken at this point. I mean, if, and that kind of pushes everybody back. I think the latest mock I saw was Benny was about the 12th or 13th best running back in the draft. Yeah. You'd think that that would be enough for him to get drafted, but when you consider how many teams don't draft a running back, they'll just try to pick up, say, a Benny Snell or somebody like that in a free agent market. I don't think Kentucky will have 11 guys drafted by any means, but I think they could certainly have 11 guys sure. in, yeah. in camps uh, this no summer, question. rookie camps with the opportunity to make a team. Guys like C.J. Conrad, right. uh, he's another guy like that that uh, maybe won't be drafted, but he'll certainly get a shot. wonder how much that heart scare that uh, he was diagnosed with originally 
sent a lot of people scurrying, pushing him away, that he's got to drag them back in. You know, that, that's, yeah, certainly, that's certainly could. one thing so, to think about. So, you, like you said, Lonnie Johnson probably goes tonight, somewhere in the second or third round. Mm -hmm. uh, tomorrow, though, you, you mentioned Mike Edwards, Bunchy Stallings, Darius West. Uh, Beatty and Derek Westry. Beatty. Yeah, Chris Westry, possibly. Uh, you've got C.J. Conrad, Benny Snell. I mean, this is going to be a big day, a uh, big weekend for Kentucky football after last year not having a single guy picked. Yeah, uh, that, and that's interesting. Uh, the, the 16th first-round guy for U.K., but Kentucky has kind of been shut out the last couple of years in the draft. Hopefully that starts to turn around. Vince Barrow saying uh, to us several weeks ago, we have to have, meaning U.K., he said we have to have five or six guys in every draft that way you can compete in the SEC, but you're also competing with the other SEC schools who send seven, eight, nine guys every year, yeah. and they get used to that. Um, he's not an NBA draft guy yet. <laughs> Are we moving on to basketball? <laughs> Might as well a little bit. Dave Baker says he's got something to do with him uh, in a few minutes. <laughs> yes, but Kentucky got Kentucky basketball releasing some news yesterday. Uh, this is great. News. There will be a Central Kentucky product on next year's basketball roster. Kentucky announcing yesterday the addition of Brennan Canada out of Clark County High School. Goes about six foot six, six foot seven. He's a forward, joins the Wildcats as a walk-on. Now, Canada was an all-10th region first-team selection this past season after averaging uh, 15 points, 9.5 rebounds per game as a senior. He's a stretch four who can play both inside, and you see on the video here, he can really shoot it. He's got a pretty good stroke. He can play from the outside as well. And uh, most importantly, he's a guy that could add some depth to the roster, a guy that can really help out the team in practice. Obviously, a walk-on. Calipari doesn't play a lot of his walk-on players, but if he shows the ability to uh, do things like that, knock down some threes, you know, who knows? Maybe he gets on the court late in the game and, and can really contribute to the, uh, to the Wildcats. But, Brian, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. And I think it's always special when Kentucky can add a local product, whether it be Jared Polson, Dominique Hawkins. You know, those guys certainly add some flair to a UK roster and and when you get to know them that you know it's always says it's not the name on the front or the back it's the name on the front and guys from the state seem to carry that banner a little bit more fiercely yeah and I think the fans enjoy when you've got a guy from the state and they're, they're gonna have Dante Allen on this team as well so you already this year have a Kentucky mm -hmm. kid now uh, for the people in Lexington Winchester the surrounding area uh, you've got a really central Kentucky player on that team. Even if, like you said, he's not one of the key players or key key guys you're going to see on the court. Just having that guy on the court, you know that he's going to take it very seriously, and uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. Well, in other basketball news, speaking of local products, you know, Darren Horn, the pride of Tate's Creek High School, led the Commodores of the 91 state championship game. He is returning to the sideline as a college head coach again. He coached at South Carolina. He was introduced earlier this week as the new head coach at Northern Kentucky University. Horn takes over for John Brandon, who just crosses the river and now is the new coach at Cincinnati. Let me tell you something. The nation knows about Norse basketball. They know about Northern Kentucky University as a basketball program. My phone, first night, had over 200 texts in a matter of hours talking about Great move, great decision, great job, great program. All right? People know who Northern Kentucky is. We're knocking on the door all right, of being somebody to reckon with.
I love that. I love that hire. Darren Horn has been no at question. the University of Texas the last four years as an assistant under Shaka Smart. It's good to see him, though, back in uh, in a head coaching position, leading the program, nonetheless, in the state of Kentucky. Well, you know, two trips to the NCAA tournament in the last four years, that's not too shabby. And, yeah. you know, John Brandon may just be a, a Moorhead State and Marshall product who played at Newport Central Catholic, so he doesn't have to move. He can stay in his own home and commute across the river every day. I mean, that, that's a, I think it's a win-win all the way around. Really, and, and the way that Darren Horn, not only is he he's well-known in Lexington, obviously he's very well-known in the western part of the state after playing oh, at, no at, at Western. He's a guy that, that is really going to uh, recruit this state really hard and, and going to have a, uh, his name is going to carry a weight around the state no matter where he goes. So uh, look for big things for NKU and Darren Horn. It's good to have him back in, in the state of Kentucky. Yeah, I'm sure Mark Berger is excited, <laughs> the northern Kentucky grad who was the mascot at one time. Also uh, in baseball news this week, Cole Cottom, Chris Mockamer, they play for the Greenville Drive. They are in Lexington. Former Kentucky on, Wildcats. Yeah, for, played at Kentucky. They are playing the Lexington Legends this weekend. And, um, you know, Zach Hockey, who plays for the Legends, another UK pitcher, he gets to go at some of his old teammates this weekend. I think that's going to uh, be a good little side note. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, tomorrow night, I think Zach Hockey, the former Wildcat pitcher, is pitching for the Legends against, uh, like you said, Cole Cottom. Who sh I, I went out there to the ballpark yesterday, and they talked about uh, Zach said he's going to try to strike Cole out, and Cole laughed, and he said, okay, well, he'll, he'll let him give it a shot. <laughs> that's going to do it. That's a quick edition of Facebook Live for this Friday afternoon. For Lee K. Howard, I am Brian Milam. Thanks for watching. We will see you next Friday. Well, I don't know if we will see you next Friday. We won't because we'll be at the Oaks. Yeah, it's well, that, it's Brian, that time of the year. You Brian know? will be at the Oaks uh, doing his Facebook Live. I'll, I'll uh, wear that next pink, Friday. Wear that wearing pink his pink vest. vest. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you next time.